Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. In this episode, you're going to hear one of my favorite experts on marketing, social media, and selling, Mr. Michael Stelzner. Are you ready? Then brace yourself. Let's go. It's time for the Bill Kasky Podcast, a weekly show carefully crafted to help you grow your skills and your results in business. Now, here's your host, Bill Kasky. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bill Kasky Podcast. Welcome back for another episode. If you have not been to BillKasky.com ever or recently, go check it out. We've got some new goodies there and there's all sorts of uh, free stuff and also a couple of downloads that you might enjoy as well. But today I want to introduce you to, I wouldn't call him a friend because I've only met him a couple times and, uh, and talked to him on the phone a couple times. His name is Michael Stelzner. He runs a company called Social Media Examiner. It's an online platform, content. It's it's really, he really perfected this notion of online magazines. And it's not a traditional magazine, but it's a blog. He's got all sorts of guest writers. Almost every episode of his social media marketing podcast is full of really good stuff. I've been following Michael and a fan of his forever, so we had a chance to have him on. What I'm going to do is divide this interview into two sections. He just got some really good ideas, and I think you'll like his story. And I want you to hear the idea of how he has redefined and reinvented himself. I think it's really critical as we look to the next five to 10 years in your business and my business, and we look and say, what's it going to take? What got us here may not get us to the next level. And so we've got to make sure we're reinventing ourselves intelligently, not in terms of an overhaul, but just what can we be doing differently? How can we be thinking differently? So without further ado, I've always wanted to say that. Here's my chat with Michael Stelzner. Welcome back to the Bill Kasky Podcast. We have a very special guest today, Michael Stelzner. You know, the sales organizations and the sales audience may not know Michael. If you're in the marketing world, you would, but in the sales world, you might not. So I'm, we're really blessed to have him on and grateful that he's able to spend some time with us. So I'm going to introduce him very quickly, then I'm going to let him take, take it and give us a little background. But Michael, welcome to the show. Thank you, Bill, for having me. So Michael is, uh, he founded social media, the socialmediaexaminer.com website. It's more than a website. It is a treasure trove of information about social media, marketing, sales, YouTube. It's, it's virtually got everything on it. It's really, really a good site. If you want, if you want one for marketing, that's where you go. He's got a podcast called Social Media Marketing Podcast. And he's also founder of Social Media Marketing World, which is a, an international conference that's held every year. And I, is it San Diego every year? Yes, sir. San Diego. Awesome. 
So we're going to talk to Michael. I'm going to break this up into a couple of episodes. And I want to talk to him first about, I want to talk to you first about just how you look at business. And you've, 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 when I watch you and have followed you over the years, I've noticed that you're able to start something and stop something very quickly, double down on the things that work, pivot away from the things that don't. And I want to get a little insight into the brain of Michael Stelzer. But start by just giving us two or three minutes on who you are and how you got here. Started uh, Social Media Examiner 10 years ago. We just turned 10 in October of 2019. And uh, back then it was just a blog. Today it's podcast, live show, professional organization, conference, all that stuff. Um, And all along, I've really been, I've really been, first of all, in an industry that was in flux and change, right? So like social media industry wasn't even called an industry when I got started. Um, and it's become a big industry and it's just been like a whipsaw of change. So whenever you're in a industry that is going through transformation or change, you got to change too, right? Because like, remember there used to be those things called newspapers, Bill? That we used to get on our front porch. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you might forget one, but those guys didn't change. You know what I mean? And many of them are out of business. And yeah. So, so the idea is to not just um, look back, but to look forward and say, all right, what is changing? So when I started Social Media Examiner, I saw the change to online magazines from print magazines. So I decided I'm going to call it an online magazine. When I started the podcast, I saw the transition from radio, talk radio, if you will, to listening to podcasts. And when I got all in on YouTube, I'm beginning to see that people are consuming educational video like crazy. And the rise of all this direct streaming stuff that's just launching literally as we're recording with Disney Plus and Apple, mm-hmm. you know, so I see these trends and I say to myself, all right, if these trends are happening at the consumer level, they're happening at the business level as well. And I want to try to figure out how to be there and I want to try to be there not too late. So here's a question. That's really a good background because I had this conversation actually this morning with one of my clients who has been very successful in sales. And he's, he owns a company, but he's their chief, chief salesperson. And he said, I feel like I'm stuck in the past when it comes to prospecting, business development. Mm-hmm. He says, I'm not doing any video from LinkedIn. He goes, I know I should. I just, I literally cannot bring myself to do it. And so I didn't get into detail about what, what the fear was, but what is there about you that you can kind of see you can say, geez, they're doing this and they're doing this. Why am I not doing this? How, how easy does that come for you? Or did you have to train yourself to say, you know what? I'm jumping in, baby. I'm going this direction if I see it. I think one of my biggest fears, Bill, is to, is to, is to not have control. And I think that's the case for many entrepreneurs, right? And I've seen far too many businesses lose control because they did not know how to be agile. They did not know how to experiment, They did not know when to pivot. And Mm -hmm. I just don't want that to happen to me. So there's this testing process, if you will, that most businesses go through, which is like, let's try something over here. Let's see if this works for us. And if it doesn't, that's okay, because it's just an experiment and experiments can fail. You know, and there's lots of that that I do in my business. And it's fueled by my desire to not be irrelevant. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. So it's you have a fear of not doing it. Someone else has a fear of doing it. And so the it's pain not of not doing it is greater. 
No, it's not the fear of not doing it. It's the fear of being crushed by someone else who does. does okay. <laughs> think, okay. Think about it from that perspective, right? Like imagine the taxi industry, right? They, they didn't see Uber coming, right? Um, and, and I know something about business that nothing lasts forever, right? And even though I am the biggest in my world, it doesn't mean it's going to be that way forever. So I've got to have eyes wide open and I've got to look at what's happening mm-hmm. and I've got to watch the cues because when we reach the top, we realize it's not the top. We realize we're just at a pinnacle and we're about to go up another top. Yeah. So for me, I just, I, I need to be innovating by my very nature because otherwise I'm not succeeding. That's, yeah. that's how my brain works. Yeah. You know, I've been thinking a little bit about the training business. Uh, I think about it all the time, but I, I'm thinking, okay, what's the future of the training business? And everybody would say, well, it's online. It, it's, it's virtual training. It's virtual coaching. It's online courses. And then I think, yeah, but currently online courses are all a person, and I'm going to use Brennan Burchard, who I absolutely love, but Brennan Burchard standing in front of a whiteboard teaching something. And I always feel like, is that the best we can do? Is that the most compelling way to get a message across to people? I think we need to figure out a way, and this is where I'm stuck a little bit, is figure out a way to blend entertainment, education, beauty, design, so that people want to watch the training instead of feeling like, oh, God, it's another hour of Bill Caskey again. Yeah, and then you get your inspiration from Peloton. Do you know who Peloton is? Yeah, I do. I do. But they're, they're training people literally and physically on a awesome thing that people pay a lot of money for, which is this bike. Yeah. And they're interacting with them live. And that's the difference, right? You figure out a way, how could I do what Peloton is doing, which is completely transforming the world of physical training. How could I bring that to the world that I'm in? You know, that's where you can get your inspiration. That's a great idea. So they got community, they got, they got the result. They have the beauty. The bike really is a beautiful, got the loyal tribe and they've got the results. People are making it the result of it. Right. And they're tracking it all. Yeah. So uh, what's what's in the future for you? And when you, I don't mean specifically like projects you're working on, although you could go there, but just generally you, you look out over the next three to five years, you're a man younger than I, but you're not a spring chicken anymore. So what, no, uh, what's the future look like for you? Uh, well, right now we're all in on video and uh, we believe that the trend that we're seeing right now is that with this mass consumer adoption of on-demand video with these things like Netflix and Disney plus and all this stuff that there is this opportunity. And in the future, think about this. A lot more people are going to be in a car, but they won't be driving that car. That car will be driven by autonomous technology and they'll have time when they're in the car to consume something, read a book, listen to a podcast, watch video. 5g is around the corner. It's going to make instant on-demand video accessible anywhere. So I think that the future is going to be very much about video. So for us, we've got a two-year strategy to really invest substantial amounts of money to kind of become known in the YouTube world as the leading de facto source for training for free, specifically on social media marketing. And the hope is that that will grow us an entirely new audience that learns by video, not just by listening. Yeah just by reading. So that's like my actually not five-year strategy, but two-year strategy. That's good. Really good. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I I think that uh, we all know video is here and, you know, you and I, you live it, I live it, 
but there's still people out there in my world that are are just a bit reluctant to pull the trigger. Like the other other night, I have an assignment. I've got a group called the Two X Group. It's a peer group, advisory group of salespeople. And one of my assignments in the first month is to have them go out and shoot a LinkedIn profile video. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, it's interesting because a lot of times. They don't even know what microphone to buy or or which way to put the camera. Do I put it this way? And I don't fault them for that. It's just some simple things that you and I have kind of discovered over the years. But do you find that too, that people, it's not the complex advanced stuff they struggle with. It's the simplest of things. I hear you talk on your podcast. Sometimes you stop people and say, whoa, 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 wait a minute. You're going too fast for us here. Yeah. I think the biggest fear with most people on video is that, is that no one cares what they have to say. But if you're a salesperson, you've already kind of gotten a little bit over that, right? Because if you're a salesperson, you already kind of know how to say something that gets people to listen. So once you get over that fear, then the next question is, I don't feel comfortable on camera. And I would just encourage people to have someone else interview them behind a camera and then hire someone to edit it. That's what makes it easiest. Cause it's hard. If you, if you're really, in, most salespeople are very extroverted, right? So like, if you have to talk to a device, that's not comfortable for a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. So just get someone else to film it, have them be off camera, have them interview you and then pay someone to edit the darn thing. And that way, Hey, you can do that because you're good at talking. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's good. What do you, uh, last question for this episode, and then we'll switch on and talk a little bit more about marketing, but what is your impression of personal branding? We, we hear that a lot. I've spoken about it a lot. We spend a lot of time in our programs about it. And, but, but I'm always curious to know what leaders in the marketing industry think about the, the whole notion of personal branding. Is it important? Is it not? Is it a bunch of malarkey? Is it it's very just, important? Tell, tell me what you think about it. Yeah, I think it's essential. People get caught up in that word, but it's just a question of what do people think about me? You know, everybody who is in marketing or sales, especially salespeople, do care about what people think about them, right? So you can change that perception with personal branding. That could just be something as simple as a ism or a phrase that you you start or end every time you talk with, or it could be the kind of clothes that you wear, or it could be like, like I'm the CEO who wears t-shirts and shorts, you know, generally speaking, unless when I'm on the stage, it could be the language that you use, but that consistent branding that says to people, this is who I am. Um, and when people like doing business with people like this, then that, that sends a signal, you know? Um, and the fact that I'm even comfortable saying I'm an and, which I just did sends a signal to people that, I'm okay being imperfect. And some people love to work with people that are, most people actually love to work with yeah. imperfect, to be honest with you. They do. They do. So, so are, are you, really are you intent, would you consider yourself intentional about your personal brand? Cause you have a very strong one. Well, I would say I got a plenty of room to improve on that for sure. But um, I would say, no, I'm not intentional as much as I could be. I am more intentional about my company brand, which is okay. the company that I own. I am working on my personal brand and I think I have a good voice and I think that I have a good style in my podcast. And I think that's right now what I do with my personal brand. What I'm working on right now is like expressing to the world that I have something worth saying. So I'm starting to film next Monday, a bunch of direct to camera videos 
specifically for a certain audience, sharing wisdom and insight with them. And that will build up my personal brand, but I will be in a t-shirt. I will be casual, (laughs) but I will be providing wisdom to those people and that will help build my personal brand also. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Michael, as we close this episode, what's the best uh, place to send people? Is it social media examiner or is there somewhere else they should go? Well, if you listen to podcasts and you got extra room in there, uh, social media marketing is the name of my podcast. And if you go to social media examiner, you can find the links to everything that we do. Good. The name of the podcast, Social Media Marketing Podcast, I have it loaded in. I listen to about 10 podcasts, and uh, that's one of the top 10 for me. And he always has really good guests, and you're a very good interviewer. And uh, I I think it's it's must-listen to. And um, so anyway, well, I appreciate you being on today. We're going to go to episode two. So, Michael, we'll be back in just a minute to talk about marketing. Thank you, Bill. If you want more Caskey, go to BillCaskey.com and you can get on his list or set up a time to speak live. And make sure you share this episode with your tribe too. 